0: hello hi okay sherry you talked as soon as i started talking
1: meanwhile (laughs) i waited my turn which is a rarity
0: (laughs) it is a rarity um it's crazy because i don't know if it's covid or if it's old age but time is truly fucking flying and here we are again like what is it just me or does this shit happen all too frequently like it seems like the weeks are getting smushed together i
2: agree i just put my mic and my little pop filter away and had to take it back out to record this shit
0: we are at episode 11 of season two which is crazy time has truly flown by
1: it really has although i saw this thing i remember at the beginning of covid whenever it was like really weird and like the time was all weird where it was this like article about how it feels that way because you can only really observe time when there's change and when there's not change happening in your daily routine in your daily schedule like you can't really tell time as much so it feels both very fast and very long at the same time which is wild wow
0: that's very insane i think a little that- bit of science Yeah, I once learned that that's how dogs tell time, too. So they have no concept of, like, how long it's been since you leave the house and things like that. Because there aren't major events that happen while you're gone. They mostly sleep. And I found that to be very um, illuminating. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Mm. Fascinating. Fascinating. So, um... Let's check in. How's everyone doing this week? I know um, a lot has happened for the three of us personally, so I can start. Um, I'm feeling good this week because I told you guys it's the choice that I'm making every week, but I'm nervous. Today is the day that we find out whether or not Joe Kimock will be state attorney of Broward County, Florida, and he totally deserves it. You guys know I've done nothing but been his champion on the show. So I'm just, I'm nervous. I hope that Broward County does the right thing and elects him. Ah,
1: Fingers crossed. Sherry, go ahead.
0: Shane, we're literally playing
1: tag.
2: <laughs> this is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I'm trying we to play because Jack is in the background, like, and he keeps starting <laughs> to whine, And I'm like, please stop. He's quiet whenever somebody else is speaking. And then as soon as I want to talk, he has something to say too, which. He's just like his dad. Honestly,
2: Shane. Um, yes, I was just about to say that. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like to be on this podcast with you. <laughs> uh,
1: sorry, you go, you go. Um, I'm doing okay. I uh, it's been a fairly uh, uneventful week personally. Um, yeah, I honestly, I honestly don't have a whole lot to share about personal stuff going on. Um, Just been working and staying in and doing some stuff around the house. My AC is no longer leaking, so that's a relief. Um, And hopefully, my AC bills are much lower in the future, um, considering it's all working properly now. So, that's that.
2: That's a good week to me. That's how... I feel about that.
1: Yeah. It was week. like a good week. It wasn't like a good or a, like, I wouldn't say it was like a good or a bad week. It was just a week.
2: Yeah. That's how my mom tells me she has a good week. Like she shows me like a new appliance that's now working better. She's And I know that she's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I completely understand what you just said. I got the subtext. Like everything is fine.
0: <laughs> and yeah. the older I get, the more I relate to your mom. Doing that, honestly.
1: True. Once things are functioning. I love a
0: good yeah, functioning appliances is like truly a highlight of my fucking week at this point, especially uh, in this uh, hellhole that we're living in. Right. Like sometimes I go and look at the
2: appliances at Best Buy and Home Depot, and that's how I know I'm getting older. I'm like, Yo, did you know that this washer and dryer can tell you how much water to put in here? That's crazy.
1: That's Literally, crazy. Last time I was home, we were out at uh Home Depot a couple months ago and I told my mom I was like honestly the way that I know that I'm getting older is that I fucking love coming here I love Home Depot and Lowe's I love to walk around and look at home stuff and I used to hate that as a kid it's like like watching
2: HGTV
0: I used to hate (laughs) HGTV oh HGTV literally is my obsession I used I literally watched HGTV to like ease my anxiety and depression but it's like, you know, you know what it it
2: it really reminds me of? I used to hate calculus in school. I use calculus for every fucking thing I do these days. Finding how many plants I could fit into this area, like how many uh I don't know, TV stands can I fit into this room, this obtuse angle. And I'm like, damn, here I am using the geometry I hated. I cannot stand me.
1: Cannot relate, but good for you, girl. <laughs> Shut up! Shut I'm, up! I'm not criticizing. I'm saying that's good for you. I still suck at calculus, so
0: it's I don't like, even know how to use Excel properly. If I'm going to be honest, <laughs> and it calculates <laughs> the fucking shit for you. <laughs> well, it's it's more like the theory.
2: I'm not actually doing the math.
1: I just picture Sherry like getting out a notebook, like scribbling down like all these notes about like writing out her apartment in exact inches and being like, I can fit this many things here, and I can do this many things here. And
2: so what, Shane?
1: I did nothing. I'm honestly celebrating. I'm like, good for you. You can come over to that in my apartment if you want.
2: Because you know I have like, no, I'm never going to your apartment based on last week.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't want to – Actually, no, I do. I do like it now. Now that everything is good to go, I'm happy here. But I also understand if you guys never want to come back again, I wouldn't blame you for it.
2: Yeah, and I'm not going to go see your little
0: dingleberry fern. I don't want to see it. (laughs) Not a dingleberry (laughs) fern.
1: That (laughs) fern is no longer in front of the light. It was only in front of the light for the five seconds that I showed Amanda and took a picture. (laughs) Then I moved it elsewhere, and it looks a lot better now. So, Missed like me so,
2: how much did you pay for that fern? Because you know, for a fern that, that that's that big, it costs at least seventy five dollars. So tell me how much you paid for it.
1: A fern that's that the, the little one?
2: No, a like life size fern that's like at least five feet.
1: Oh, I haven't gotten the life size fern yet because they're like seventy five dollars, honey. I got that one little fern and I straight up thought I was getting a deal for like seventeen dollars.
0: That's what I'm the trying game to say. Right. Right. That's exactly what I just said. Right. And that's why men are men and women are women. It's <laughs> not because we're homemakers, it's because we have common sense. Even I'm at wondering. Michael's, where you can get 40% off with a coupon,
2: that shit is still $120. So when you take off your little coupon, it's $75. That's how I know it's real. If Michael Joanne
1: Fabric kind of girl than a Michaels girl, but Oh
2: my oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I would think it
0: would be the opposite, but okay. <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> the fact that this is what we are talking about as like illuminating conversation is I don't know whether to be proud of us or just so embarrassed. Like what on earth? What happened as us? We were so fun. We because we're following social distancing. I'm happy about
2: this. If I have more excited, like exciting things to talk about, then y'all
0: should kick me off the podcast. I agree. I'm honestly thankful for social distancing because it allows me to do what I've wanted to do all along, which is never see anyone ever and never talk to anyone ever. So you're right. I 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't.
2: and let me tell you, you guys, a couple of weeks ago, I told you how busy the clubs were. They're busier now.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you driven family.
2: by Red Martini lately? Red Martini no. fucking remodeled. They remodeled. That's how busy they are. They were able to afford a remodel.
1: Here's the deal. I don't mind a remodel when you're doing it whenever you're closed, like when you're doing it in preparation for opening, but not because you've opened and you need to update some shit. Like
2: People are swinging off the <sighs> wall. You know how Moondogs, Hole in the Wall, and Red Martini are next to each other? The line is wrapped around the buildings. You know where that little Sephora is? The line goes all the way yes. down there. It's, I've never seen Hole in the Wall that busy and there's no
0: air conditioning in there.
1: Y'all should hop over here and look at Cirque because Cirque is bumping every no. single night until about oh, one I thirty see, in the morning.
0: I <sighs> see Cirque, and even on a freaking Wednesday, they are packed to the brim and ain't no social distancing. And people are waiting in line to go inside without masks on. So I know for a fact they're not wearing masks. They don't even have and masks. Sitting they're at not tables even regularly without there. masks, right? Yeah, drinking those oh. nothing daiquiris. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, all of this kind of very organically brought us to our first topic, which is the reopening of America. So we recently learned that AMC is opening their theaters later this month. And um, Disney, before they announced this, made the announcement that they will be releasing Mulan to Disney Plus so that people can watch it at home. Um, There's been a lot of conversation around that about whether or not Disney's taking the right stance or whatever. And it's like, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. What do you guys think? So I think
1: (sighs) I'm torn on it because I'm also speaking from a personal preference, which is I've read into what AMC is doing and for instance, they're doing theaters at 30% capacity, which ever since they did all the renovations and they started doing like the reclining seats and stuff, they've already been more distant simply because they can't fit as many seats in the theater anymore. And now it's only 30% capacity of that. And I actually went the other day uh, just because I needed to go see a movie. Like I went and they're, the Spring Cinema, like up in Sandy Springs, is actually doing like a bunch of old movies right now. And they're doing a Harry Potter Marathon. So I went and saw one of those last week, and I was one of two people in the theater. And but even then, like when I got my ticket, three seats on either side of me were booked. Like you couldn't take those seats. Like they were immediately upon me getting a ticket, they were taken away, as well as the ones right behind me. Um, So what I think AMC is doing, I think AMC at the end of the day, it is a business and they do need to try to stay afloat, especially with the kind of being forced to reopen since the rest of America is deciding to reopen. I get it. Um And part of me, like, because I'm absolutely like whenever it's released, like I'm absolutely going to secure a ticket to go see tenant in theaters, um, as well as some other ones that I've been waiting on for a while. And I kind of do wish that Disney had provided an option. Like they're going to do a theatrical release for regular ticket prices. If you're willing to go to a theater and you're willing to comply with the New policies put into place. Um, or if you would rather stay at home, it's $30 for like per account on Disney Plus. So yeah, I mean, what do you what do you think about it?
0: Okay. So I am like all about the social distancing. I'm all about us just flattening the curve so that we can get a freaking vaccine and potentially move on with our lives. And I am reluctant for us to open anything because it's clearly not helped us at all. And Americans don't know how to follow the rules. So I worry about movie theaters being open because I doubt people will keep their masks on in the middle of a movie and it's an enclosed space. So even if you're six feet apart from everyone, that's not what the CDC recommends to keep you safe from COVID. And then everyone goes home and they give COVID to everyone they know and everyone dies. So, in my opinion, I don't think we should be opening shit. I think everybody should stay the fuck home like we should have done in March and we wouldn't be here anymore. That being said, I do think it is very strange that Disney is deciding not to put Mulan in theaters when their parks are fully up, running, and open. Like they're open at a limited capacity, but they're open. So I'm like, do you care about COVID or do you not? I don't get it. I
1: was reading the other day, though, that there is still a lot of evidence that points to the fact that UV, even if it's a cloudy day, UV, even if it's a rainy day, UV is still enough to, like, kill COVID in an outdoor space. And Disney has done a lot to take precautions with the indoor areas of rides to help control that. Um, and they have had, from what I can see online, they have had pretty decent success with it. Um I do i am like you said i, I there's a part of me that's definitely torn about theaters just because like while i can say that i'm willing to comply i mean wearing a mask does not bother me i can go sit in a theater and i can wear a mask if i'm required to and if i'm asked to and also i'm going to do it for my own safety and the safety of others um and like you said though that's you know once people get into a dark theater are they still going to comply to that or not um yeah uh it's tricky. I mean, but at the same time I do like I said the selfish part of me like I'm just pissed that we're even at this point where because we weren't following protocol months ago the rest of the con- the rest of the world is getting international releases of, you know, Mulan, of Tenet, of James Bond, of Wonder Woman and we're still deciding how we're going to release things because people can't follow protocol. So and obviously, right. Mulan and Tenet do not deserve to be watched on a TV screen. Like, let me get off my horse for a second. But, like, from the artist perspective, like, that's not how I want to watch those movies. That's not how those movies were in- created and intended to be watched. So, it all fucking I cannot. I, it pisses me I off. I cannot
0: watch Tenet on a TV screen. I just that's can't. Why, I'm just going to hope Tenet- that they just do a delayed release and maybe like, yeah, they release it now, but then they keep it in theaters longer. I don't fucking know, but I can't watch it on my TV
1: screen. That's for sure. And Christopher Nolan, there's no way that Christopher Nolan as a director would even allow that. He's like Scorsese in that sense where like, I genuinely think if theaters weren't opening, Christopher Nolan would be straight up be like, then y'all aren't seeing it till 2021. Sorry. Like, I'm not going to rob people of the ability to see this on a big screen with, you know, full sound and full, like IMAX screens, like that's the medium that it was filmed. In, that's the medium that it was meant to be watched. In, and that's the medium that it's meant to be experienced in. And that's where, like, I'll go see Tenet in theaters personally, since it's going to be open and I won't incubate for two weeks afterwards just to be safe, but I'm not missing it in theaters if they're open and available and taking precautions. Unfortunately, not everybody's going to do that. And that's where the problem lies if everybody would just follow protocol and everybody would listen to protocol and that's where, you know what it's that's where, you know how people speak up at people when they're talking or they're being loud in the theater. It's the same kind of thing now. I think that it's, it's, it's kind of up to us to also pull our own responsibility. And, and I mean, if you can make somebody feel uncomfortable enough to put a fucking mask on, I mean, they have to wear it to get into the building anyways, you know, they have it on them, put it on, you know,
0: But the thing is, how do you regulate that? You're in a dark movie theater, unless someone is standing there, standing watch the whole time. I don't see how they even make that possible. I mean, in my retail store, which is small as hell with all the lights on, people still try to take their masks off. So it's like, I literally don't, I can't imagine a situation where they could regulate that at all. And you know, people are taking them, they're for sure taking them off. When they come into my store for five minutes to pick up an online order, they're like, I just have to take this off. It's so hot in here. Ma'am, also well, because they're knows. still
1: selling food, like they're still selling popcorn and drinks and stuff like so that automatically like means you're going to have to take the mask off to eat that or to drink that right. drink. Right. Right. So, yeah.
2: So, I'm going to kind of switch the subject a little bit. I'm sure you guys saw back in April how when Trolls World Tour was released in home release how amc theaters threatened to ban all universal films so banning mulan you know with amc opening and banning mulan how do you guys feel about like that response from amc as a theater
1: you mean the fact that AMC responded to Disney doing it and said that's totally fine? We respect their decision. Yes. I think that that's their yes, that's the right decision for them that's to exactly make. Exactly what I'm saying. Universal for it. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I have a problem with that. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, like the business side of me and the devil's advocate side of me is like, are you really going to take on Disney? Like, are you really going to take on Disney with what they're doing? Um, like, but Disney did it last. Life. Oh, I know. I I I don't disagree.
2: But that's Bye. that's that's literally my question. Like AMC's being a little bitch, in my opinion. Of course, they wanted to release this in theaters. Like you said, it was made to be seen in theaters.
0: But then and, again, but then again, it confuses me because I'm like, do they care about COVID or not? Because it's like, yeah, you're right, Shane. UV rays can kill COVID. You know what can't? The inside of fucking Splash Mountain that was already covered in germs anyway. I've narrowly escaped hepatitis on splash mountain on well, many occasions just Stop. to be
1: fair splash mountain is closed
0: <laughs> okay but their other indoor rides are open and i'm, just, I'm <laughs> a i'm a season pass holder like i love disney world and i if you have i go to disney world four times a week I've, the fact that i have not been there yet that's how you know i don't trust the shit they're only cleaning the inside of the rides every two hours and they're requiring masks on the rides but once again how do you regulate that? People do not keep their fucking masks on, or they leave them on as a chin strap. Then they get off the ride. I get on, sit in their seat, and it's covered in their freaking COVID spit. And now I have fucking COVID. Yeah. So do they care or do they not? I don't get it. Oh no, they they do not care about you
2: as a consumer. Absolutely not. And
1: so that's then just, why that's corporate in general? Like corporate general, no. I give a no. fuck. Trying to At make the, money. And this and is where- still a
0: major corporation right but that's why i'm saying like i just find them not releasing mulan in theaters to be like honestly an empty act i wouldn't have gone to theaters to see it but it's like but your parks are still open and you're still willing to give people COVID and on rides so it's like do you really care about COVID or is this like an empty like gesture to make it seem like you're responsible i I don't get it but on both sides
2: it's still messed up because if if Disney was like, we're not releasing Mulan in theaters, where's AMC statement about Disney, number one? Number two, why are you picking on the little guy, Universal? And number three, nobody cares about any of, of what's happening to the consumer in this situation. Literally, the triangle has nothing to do with us, and it all has to do with corporate money.
0: That's true. You're absolutely it, right. And that's I what, think that... Yeah. I think, but the thing is, I have more respect for corporations who are just like, we care about our money next. Like, I'm sorry, Walmart, they've been very clear about that. We care about our fucking money. They never closed for COVID. And they were just like, we're open at full capacity. Come on in, get smothered and covered in COVID if you like, but we need our coin. Okay, I get that. But don't lie to me.
1: I will say this, because this is where I do have a problem with what Disney's doing. But have they correct me if I'm wrong, has Disney specifically said the reason why they're releasing Mulan on Disney Plus exclusively is yes, because of COVID? Because or is that AMC's they said, statement? No, that's,
2: that's Disney's statement. Disney was saying okay. that they did not feel comfortable releasing it in the American market, but they will release it internationally. In See, theater. so at
1: that point, it's a cover-up, ones- like you already said, it's a cover-up for money because here's the thing. Look at the success of like Hamilton and what Hamilton did for Disney Plus as a subscription service. Disney, at the end of the day, they want as many people as possible because they know they're going to. You have a movie as big as Mulan. We know we're going to get a shit ton of people to pay $30 to get it on their Disney Plus accounts. Are they sharing it with a bunch of people? Probably so. Is it going to be more likely to be leaked online for free? Probably so. But you know what? That is what boosts the money and the subscription and the lifetime essentially of a subscription service like that, that's neck and neck with like Netflix right now. So it, 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 and it's, it's infuriating, like, but at the end of the day, it's like you said, the consumer doesn't matter at the end of the day, that's just a cover up for the business side of it as a whole. And this is a marketing strategy to get more, more subscription service, like activity going on. Um, well
2: absolutely but that's but that's what my question is so they essentially cut out the middleman which is amc and amc was pissed when it happened with trolls world tour because it was the mm -hmm. biggest home release ever but mulan is going to be pretty big hamilton was pretty big amc is silent
1: not silent they they spoke out in support of it
2: even worse (laughs) yeah i know What? Like, I am so confused by AMC, because AMC, your business is going to tank. It's like the restaurant industry. It's the worst place for anybody to be, like Amanda brought up earlier. Like, people are going to take their masks on. Who's going to stand there and regulate the entire movie? Nobody. I can still sneak
0: into a movie for free, I guarantee, during COVID. I can guarantee that. If I can bring my meal into a movie theater and sit there and eat a fucking three piece KFC meal in a movie theater, trust me, bitch, there's no way they're making people put their fucking masks on. Right. I was checking to see what AMC was going to do. And I was like,
2: well, now you just look fucking stupid. Y'all are acting like little bitches. You wanted to stand up for yourselves. And then when it came down to it, you needed to stand up to Disney
0: and did not. Mm-mm. Okay, so in this same vein, a lot of schools have reopened. So we're seeing in Georgia, everyone's basically going back to school. Some people have the option to go virtual, but a lot of schools, that they're not even offering, offering that option. So it's like, now we have this same movie theater debate, but you throw children and minors into it. And it's just like a big clusterfuck of a mess. Honestly, it's literally the
2: same argument. It's like, do we open it? Uh, and have people interact, or do we keep people actually safe? But the, it's this is a whole I have never seen such a big mess in my life. In my life, when it comes to school, there have been so many kids
0: that went to school for two days and got COVID. But what worries me is I feel like. In life, we basically don't give a fuck about teachers and make them buy their own fucking school supplies and shit like that and don't pay them enough. But then you're going to add the fact that they could potentially get a fatal virus and die. Like, what the fuck do you mean? And I've been talking to people that I know who are teachers and Some of the things that are expected of them, like not only are they supposed to be teaching kids in school and virtually, but they're expected to be custodians too, because they don't have enough custodial staff to do the cleaning on a regular schedule. And so these teachers aren't getting paid more money to be doing quadruple the work. It's insanity.
1: It's insanity. To top all that off too, there's been a shit ton of like teacher layoffs that have happened also. Um, and the timing of it like couldn't be worse because teachers a lot of times like a lot of times teachers aren't paid over the summer months. And so anyone who got a new job, you know towards the end of last year um, is technically not on any kind of payroll until you know they report back for school. And a lot of places, especially in Florida, a lot of counties, have let go a shit ton of teachers before that first paycheck, which unfortunately means there's a whole nother side of the issue. At that point, you technically don't quite qualify for unemployment because you were on the payroll. And that's a whole nother shit storm of this economic collapse that's going to be happening because already teachers are, you know, completely fucked over by the system. But even more so now with all this other stuff going on, And then you're bringing health into it too. It's not even financial, it's just health.
2: You're telling me that during an international pandemic, when kids are not allowed to go back to school, we're laying off teachers.
1: Rather than minimizing class size and moving kids around, especially like in elementary school, rather than moving kids around and making classes of, you know, say rather than like 18 to 20 kids, making them like, you know, eight to 10, where you could at least try to control something, even though it'd be very difficult yeah laying off teachers instead so
2: i i am so perturbed by this because we have whole ass kindergartners going to school virtually that could be in a class of 30
1: yep
0: that gives me hives <laughs> And we've already discussed the fact that grown adults can't keep masks on their faces. So how the hell do you expect a gaggle of eight-year-olds to keep their hands to themselves and to keep a mask on their face all day long? That doesn't even make... Logical sense, and I know that's in Georgia, people make an
1: argument about kids, like about how kids don't transmit it as easily as adults do, and all that bullshit.
0: Yeah, but that's not true. Kids don't die from COVID as easily as adults, but they very well bring in, yep. bring COVID to their teachers and their parents mm-hmm. and other people that they meet. Like, what the hell do you mean? You know, the what? number the- of children diagnosed with COVID in Georgia has skyrocketed because schools have opened. And a lot Wait. of these schools in Georgia don't re- even require masks. They're like suggested or they're optional. They're not even suggested. Bring them if you want, because our fucking governor also doesn't care about masks.
2: Something I have realized about Georgia in general is that this state is poor. Nobody cares about poor people at all. So yeah, the governor's like, yeah, go back to school. But the governor has his kids in private school where it's only Three students to a class, and everything's great, and they can social distance. These poor schools—they don't have mask mandates because nobody can afford masks to get these kids.
1: Nope, it's hypocrisy. And it's hypocrisy in finest form.
2: I legitimately—the more I look at this, like the class divide—is so disparaging. I, it makes me want to cry. Like they want all of these kids to die. That's why they opened all these damn schools in Georgia.
0: They don't give a damn about us. Mm. And overall, my opinion is if we had this COVID situation under control and we saw numbers, maybe even leveling out, then I would be fine with it. But it's crazy because over 150,000 people have died. Over 150,000 people in the United States have died because of COVID. And we just don't give a fuck. Over 4 million people have been diagnosed. And just because you recover from COVID doesn't mean that you get to live a nice, meaningful life. Plenty of people who recover have life. We don't even know how long they'll have these side effects, but they are experiencing trauma, physical trauma, and have been for months. It's absolutely insane to me that we are even considering opening things. And this is me who goes to work every day. I just feel like, like I can't, I mean, I'm not a scientist. I'm not Dr. Fauci, but Holy fuck, this does not seem okay.
1: But Dr. Fauci is even saying about like the long-term implications of the virus. One, we don't know. And two, it's not looking good. Even a few months afterwards, like long-term implications of this virus are bad. And it's where you keep seeing, like the CDC and health officials keep saying, like, if everybody in this country, I think they've said for like three weeks, if everybody for three weeks would just stay in their house, would not come into contact with other people and would just do a solid, true three weeks. We could at least get it under control, because right now we don't have it under control. And that's the problem. It, it wouldn't go away in three weeks. No, no fucking way. However it would at least be an a controllable state where we could at least try to do something about it. And now it's like, we're too far gone because we're already opening up the fucking country.
0: Right. Right. You're 100% correct. And it's like, I know for me in March, I was worried about COVID. Now I'm terrified. Like even people that I know, I'm like, they could be, they could be giving me COVID right now. Like I don't interact with literally anyone. Because I just feel like like at this point with how many people have been diagnosed with COVID, like there's no way that I don't know somebody who actively has it or I'm interacting with someone who actively has COVID each day. There's no fucking way.
1: Well, it's like before. remember how that thing was going viral online that it was like the the XY graph that uh, was essentially comparing like. Fear of COVID versus like actual risk of COVID and back whenever there was little risk in the US, but there was mass hysteria about it. And now there is a massive problem with risk of COVID and there is minimal fear of it.
0: Right. And it's just like, I, I just, I just feel like someone has to do something
1: about it. Yeah, bring horrible. out the fucking conspiracy theories. If I see one more thing, which I've I don't I haven't said it personally, but if I ever seem out of it for the next couple of weeks, I've taken a break from social media in its entirety for a little while because I'm sick of. Some of the bullshit that I see circulating and that that's just what I've been seeing a shit ton of stuff lately is conspiracy theories regarding covid and what it actually is. And it's a hoax for this and the Democrats created it and blah, 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 blah. And
2: having a conspiracy theory is a fucking privilege in itself, because that means this shit really hasn't affected your life.
0: Must be nice. That's a word. You're 100% like, wow, you're so... Right. And it's crazy because plenty of people have been affected by COVID, but they keep brushing it off. Like, yeah, I know somebody who had COVID or I know someone who had COVID twice and they were fine. It's like, well, yeah, they're clearly asymptomatic. But think about the fact that they're a fucking super spreader and how many people that they potentially gave it to that were not fine.
1: People don't want to listen to it until it hits way too close to home. And then that's whenever people start to perk up and say something whenever it's too late.
0: Okay. well, I feel like we've discussed this for multiple weeks but listen if i can say anything to our followers it's please just just care just care about other people because people people i know are affected by covid they're losing family members it is a problem if there's anything you can personally do to stop the spread and help us keep loved ones on this earth longer please do it please even if the option is available to you it doesn't mean you have to take it you don't have to go and in, eat inside a restaurant you don't have to go to the club with your friends. You don't even have to hang out with people that are not inside your immediate bubble of contact. Just be patient so we can all move on. If we all did that, then none of us would be here anymore. It's just infuriating.
1: And if you do leave your house, because the unfortunate thing is like the country has kind of just bypassed all of this and it's already in the process of opening, which is an issue because things do start becoming quote unquote, necessary whenever that starts happening it's not like normal to stay at home anymore follow precautions follow protocol that's put into place the protocol's put into place for a reason it's approved by the cdc like that's a very ask? good point that's stay a very six good feet point. apart like just do what you're asked to do
0: great point all right so i think let's go ahead and take a break and we will move on to more lighthearted topics i hope Okay, we'll be back in a second.
2: And welcome back to Sayla Thompson. Um, Sherry here.
0: Duh. Just kidding, you guys. Sherry, you Selah literally just ruptured my eardrums with that. <laughs> Holy shit. Did I? Yes. The bitch has a fucking strong diaphragm. Damn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's that acting oh. school we all got it
0: sorry Quiet. no my shit is fucking weak these days because of my mask wearing that's allegedly limiting the oxygen that i can intake
1: oh yeah Girl. it's so hard to breathe i can't breathe at all
0: you better catch that
2: shade <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> anyway so speaking of shade let's talk about instagram reels If you have been on Instagram for the past week or so, you have this new feature called Reels. And essentially it's TikTok that Instagram pilfered from TikTok, which is the same thing they did with Snapchat with stories. So I I find it very interesting because right before Instagram debuted Reels, Donald Trump is trying to ban TikTok in the United States. Claims that China is interfering with his election or whatever. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. I might be. But it's just Mark Zuckerberg. I'm looking at you real sideways. Did you catch this information from Donald Trump? Did he tip you off and say, hey, I'm going to ban TikTok. Do you want to pick it up? Like I'm I'm looking at y'all real, real sideways. What do you guys think?
0: Well, would it wouldn't be the first time that Zuckerfuck helped Donald Trump get elected in a fucking election. So I wouldn't be surprised. Like, he let that whole Cambridge Analytica shit go for far too long um, because it was making him money and he didn't care that the rest of us are now living in a cesspool of racists and xenophobes. So I wholeheartedly believe that they're in bed together.
2: I'm just like, this is this is how I feel about it. So at the beginning of quarantine... Millennials kind of decided, while the older millennials were like, you know, this might not be for us. The younger millennials are kind of into it, and Gen Z is all over TikTok. And we kind of all were like, you know what? That's maybe not my speed. Then it moves to Instagram. But when you get a new Instagram feature, if you don't use it, it deprioritizes your profile. So now we're all just sitting here like, what the fuck are we supposed to do with this? We said we didn't want to do it, we don't want to dance we're tired. There's an international pandemic going on and I don't want to see this shit. And now it's all over Instagram. Like it's ruining people's marketing, like their business strategies. Like it's, if you do not have a reel on your profile, you do not get seen, which I, I completely understand. And to me, I'm kind of like, why are you trying to force our hand like this? We don't all need to consume the same media. And I hate Facebook when they do this because Social media is supposed to exist in different planes for a reason. There's a place for everything. That's why Vine was on Vine. And that's what reels are essentially. It's how they quote unquote brought back Vine, which is what they tried to do when they brought video to Instagram. I just, I think Facebook as a company is doing too much. Like stick to your original plan. And that's where businesses usually falter you're doing too much. And I'm not saying don't do it all, but do it all well. They're not doing it all well. IGTV is not doing well. How about we focus on the stuff we have before you bring in something else and retire that before you bring in reels.
1: Speak your mind. You're right. Like, I mean, literally it's, it's exactly what you said before that it's for when it's awful, awful customer, like, service strategy because you're literally taking something that people are already paying for and have already committed to your platform for and saying sorry you're not going to get seen anymore unless you do this other thing now and also was there any fucking heads up about it like or is it just the spur of the moment thing now that there was being canceled
2: if if you were an influencer this is what makes it fucked up if you were an influencer they gave you a month of reels free So they chose, (laughs) (laughs) yes, (laughs) yes. They chose the top performing Instagram people and gave them a month to create a bunch of reels. So they start
0: at the top.
1: Fuck this. What? Yes,
0: yes. Yes. Okay, but the thing that also disturbs me about Facebook is this idea that they're trying to monopolize social media like we saw it happen with snapchat when they started doing stories and now it's happening with fucking reels and tiktok and it's like honestly that's what i think is so harrowing about mark zuckerberg it's like we all watch social network and we were made to believe that he's like this cool millennial ceo who had a startup and like all this shit it's like no fuck that he's literally Jeff Bezos, just younger with all of his hair. Like it's the same shit. It's him monopolizing whatever corner of the world he lives in. And I just feel like a monopoly is just not good for any of us at all in any avenue. And I hate TikTok. So I don't know why you think I needed this. It's fucking stupid. I liked it for one week and then I realized that it was dumb as hell. And now I have nothing but the same shit on my Instagram. That's where I want to get away from this shit. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you literally stayed on Instagram because this was your lane.
2: And now they're they opened up the fucking freeway. What?
0: I don't want to be on this street. Now, I will say TikTok is owned by the Chinese. And what they're saying is they're taking a lot of our back end data. So it's not just the data that we are feeding into TikTok. Like, I don't know, our search history and shit like that. Like, no, they're allegedly fully in our phone, looking at our pictures, looking at our fucking search history looking at our text messages like they're fully gathering intelligence on us. So in that regard, I mean, I don't know that I'm fully comfortable with China being all of my shit. Um, but I also just don't need a TikTok replacement. Like you're absolutely right. I come to Instagram so I can maybe watch someone's stories and maybe look at their pictures. I don't need their Instagram TV. I don't need their fucking reels. I don't need Any of it. I don't actually care. And the fact that influencers got it first is even more annoying because I already hate their asses and now you gave them a platform to get on my nerves even more. Like how? I didn't think it was possible.
1: But that's Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) And that's where like on the note of Mark Zuckerberg I genuinely feel like everybody needs to go back and have a little, a quick little rewatch movie night of the social network because David Fincher is literally like the king of dark cinema and like that movie's not a celebration of Mark Zuckerberg. Like literally the tagline for that movie is like you don't get to 500 million friends without making some enemies or something like that. Like it literally goes into Mark Zuckerberg and is like, yeah, me, this says he's not the best. Like and unfortunately he's Andy a good totally- businessman, which is what makes him the enemy here. Like
0: well, and let's not forget, he totally ripped off the idea from the fucking boss twins. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, just as Americans are, they, we watch media like fucking social network. And what we walk away with is he's a capitalist. He's an entrepreneur. This is the American dream. Look, you can and drop out of as we're leaving college, the theater, we
1: pull out our phone and open up Facebook and check our notifications.
0: Yes yes they the whole concept of him being the enemy went over people's fucking heads they didn't get it and they still don't get it honestly they still don't get it yeah
2: i unmuted myself to yell that into the mic again they still don't get it ah <laughs> uh, like i don't know am i the only one that has a brain these days like I, fucking feels like that. sometimes very uh,
0: possibly, very possibly.
2: Uh, am, am, do I look stupid? I feel like, you know, when you do peekaboo with a baby, I feel like that's what corporate America is trying to do to me. They're like peekaboo. I I've left because my hands are in front of my eyes, bitch. I fucking see you. I see what you're doing. I'm not even looking this information up. I just use the platform and I can tell you what's happening here.
1: I but, I'm so confused. But you're not, and don't take this the wrong way or personally. You're not a businesswoman in the terms of capital America, capitalist America. Like, and it, because of that, that's why that, yeah. Like, I don't even know. Well, what point I'm I trying think, to make, but I, basically, that's I mean, the people who get ahead are the ones who manipulate it.
2: I do, I do see your point, but those people also see it too. They just use it to their advantage. I exactly. feel like corporate America is exactly. so used to. Corporate America is so used to people not noticing, though. That's how they get ahead. Because by the time they realize, they're on to the next thing.
1: Which is what they're doing with Absolutely. Reels. To bring it full circle. Like no, not right really. Outfit. Absolutely.
0: Like,
2: I feel like they weren't able to get away with it, like, uh, this time. Because of COVID. Because we're paying attention.
0: But the thing is, though. But the thing is, though, I disagree. You're paying attention. The rest of these people are making fucking Reels. They're not paying attention because all of their well, influencers did it. So now they're doing it to you. I fucking made a real. <laughs> I fucking exactly made bitch. Real. So what are you I mean? did. talking about? I see what they're doing, but you're engaging in it. So do you Absolutely. Relate?
2: But I said this last week to dismantle the system. You have to get into the system. You got to do the matrix and then you got to blow it up from the inside. But my you thing is, like,
1: follow that damn breadcrumb trail all the way. Right, well, you have house, to see where right. it
2: goes. Like, I, I'm not above making a reel. I'm going to do, because at the end of the day, we, we're all going to do what we have to do. It's unfortunately, reels are going to be a part of marketing for even Selah T. Pod. I hate to tell you, no. I
0: hate to tell you. Mean? I know.
2: I, I know. That's what we said about stories. Like, people were like, I've never, that's literally, but that's what. That's literally the argument every time something new is introduced.
0: Now, I'm not saying
2: I'm I'm above it. I'm going to do what I have to do, but I fucking see you. You know what I mean? Like it's it's real, recognized real at this point
0: so i'm gonna use political for a second how many countries do you think are actually meddling in our election like every single fucking fucking one of them like how (laughs) many of them are actually deciding who our president is like do we even really get a say like i know that sounds so wild in conspiracy life i'm still gonna vote because even if the option of like just because allegedly at this point, it matters, but I'm like, does it really? Like, is it the Russians? Is it the Chinese? Is it both of them together? Are we being played?
1: Well, isn't that the irony of the quote-unquote free world? We're literally being, you know, controlled by the powers of the rest of the world that are observing it. We're like a little simulation.
2: We are the fucking Matrix at this point. Everybody else is out of the Matrix, and we're still in it.
0: (laughs) The United States. Really, so it's a harrowing experience for me at this point. Every bit of what's happening in 2020 is over for me. I'm over all of it. Like, go ahead and just be done with it because this is just too much. All of it is crazy. There's literally not one thing that's happening right now that makes any sense.
1: And sorry to say that that's not going to end on 1201 a.m. on January 1st, 2021. We're still going to be here.
0: I really need people to start balancing brooms again, because when they started doing that fucking witchcraft, it opened a portal to hell and now we're fucking here. So can they do that again? Can everybody do that again and bring us back to normal? It's like, you know when you fucking open up the game of Jumanji and the whole shit is fucked up? I literally feel like that's what happened with the brooms. I mean, did anybody watch The Legend of Korra, the sequel? To laugh. Yes. If you okay. don't watch Legend of Korra, you're homophobic. Sorry, I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, I don't
1: watch Legend of Korra. I guess I'm homophobic. I'm sorry.
0: well I mean, there are plenty of black Whoa. people who are anti-black. So.
1: <laughs> oh, are okay, Kanye god. West. <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> anyway, so in the Legend of Korra, this similar thing happens, and they have to start a new normal. And I think I'm about to go back and watch that show because she literally she loses all of her abilities and has to relearn them so i think that's what's going to happen here nothing is as it was i like to remind
1: myself too as far as a country we are like one of the youngest like in the world i mean we're not even 250 years old yet so all these other countries are looking at us being like uh yeah you guys quote unquote, learned about our history and all of your little history classes and shit like and y'all are going through the rinker right now. So let us handle it.
2: The Chinese are laughing at us. They're like, one of our dynasties is not even that short. I said, damn, it's, it's true. truly <laughs> the tan dynasty was not that short <laughs> as the entire length of your country's history.
0: Like, okay, truth? but real talk: Are we ever going to find out how many countries are picking our president? Because that's something that is literally weighing heavily on my mind. I'm in a downward spiral I, trying listen. to figure it out. You would end up on I QAnon think... looking at a
1: bunch of conspiracy theories if you want exactly. to that number. You're approaching no, no, Illuminati, no,
0: no, no, Illuminati territory, and there's certain no, things I need, you need to ask I need yourself. To really,
1: ugh,
2: you grab say that now of
0: my sanity, I can't. I can't. I would rather. I, I mean, I don't. Mm, I don't know if it'll make your sanity better. His yeah, ignorance I'm not, is I'm indeed not, less. I'm Girl, get one of those brooms. Get one of those care.
1: brooms and use the witchcraft to ask a question and ask how many people are, how many countries are meddling in our elections. see if you get the number. I even better, like,
0: that fucking broom shit was like Ouija boards on crack. Like literally every demonic president we've ever had has now embodied Donald Trump and is running the government because of the fucking brooms.
1: But we got to fix that.
0: Immediately, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do it anymore. because as as my ass. Anymore. Like, right? What do they say in fucking Halloween time banky ma, banky ki fear. Whatever the <laughs> fuck they say, we need that. Where's Agatha Cromwell? Agatha Cromwell, where are you, bitch? We you, <laughs> Marnie. <laughs> Marnie is old enough to fucking <laughs> oh handle this shit at
1: this point. Come on, dude.
0: <laughs> you gotta bring back do back again Reynolds for that one. <laughs> Banky ma. Banky fear. Something else that they fucking say, I don't remember. I think I feel some wind girl. happening
1: outside. Say it again. I think it's. I think it might be wonderful. Agatha
0: Cromwell needs to come in this bitch and fucking fix this shit. What's his, what's his name? Calabar? or Calabar, Revenge. The, Yep. The Calabar's Revenge is the best Halloween town. Town. Town.
1: It's the best.
0: Yep. It's the best. A And I I don't know if you guys know this, but Marnie, I think her name is Kimberly J. Brown. She's married to Calabar, to Calabar's son from that movie. Yes, I did know that.
1: My God, I'm so jealous. I had such a crush on him.
0: Yeah, he was oddly like strange looking, but in a way that was hot.
1: And he was the villain. I've always been attracted to the villains. And we know, Shane, <laughs> And not the villains of 4. America. They can all go fuck no,
0: themselves. No.
2: And they're all just creepy, which is what makes them ugly and unattractive.
1: True monsters.
2: Yeah. Okay. Speaking well, of
1: monsters, real quick, before we wrap up, I also really quick just want to give a plug. Um, on HBO, Lovecraft Country premiered this past weekend. It is fantastic um there's already so many white tears being shed over this tv series and how it portrays 1950s america because it's literally a show about you know fictional monsters that exist in a world where the truest of monsters are the human beings that populate the fucking streets so check it out it's fantastic i'm in love with it I so far it's honestly so hits too
0: close to home i don't think i can do that i'm already <laughs> having nightmares about what's happening in real life i don't think i can take that on at this present moment
1: but it does i will say it has a tone to it that is very interesting and the first episode does do a very good job as a pilot like i totally see where you're coming from but just give the first episode a shot because it sets up what i think this season is gonna be perfectly like it puts all the pieces in place and you know exactly what you're getting yourself into, which is rare with pilots. But this one does it.
0: I'm honestly talking shit. You know, I'm going to watch it. Like, of course I am. I mean, and you know,
2: I'm not going to watch it till five
0: years from now. So. And... Journey Smollett is on it, which she's an icon from the 90s. Oh, so Eve's yeah. Bayou. She gave us Selma Lord Selma, the movie about Selma Alabama with Martin Luther King. She has done so much for us, and unfortunately, she's also the sibling of Jesse Smollett. And I feel bad badly for her in that regard. So I will <laughs> yeah. be supporting her because for that sole fact.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. No. And it's great. And also the fact that it, for any like Lovecraft fans, it absolutely like flips Lovecraft's own completely insane racism and anti-Semitic opinions and metaphor in his work and completely flips it on his head and turns it back on him. It's fantastic.
0: Well, thank you for that plug. I'm really interested to see how it goes Um, and watch the season and see how. Oh my god, sorry, I just burped. Um, to see how it plays out.
1: All right. Sherry, you want to count us off? No. Okay, okay Shane,
0: you do it
2: then.
1: <laughs> 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 there you go. All right. It's three, two, one. We out. We out. Are we
0: okay, what in the hell? It's getting worse
1: is the problem. <laughs>